0: we're up and running and I'm Sally Balls. It's New Year's Eve, our second episode, the last episode of the year for 2020. It's been kind of a crazy year, the COVID stuff going on. And tomorrow we're going to start off a new year and let's hope we have a healthy and happy new year and things get better and we move on from this. Just a little bit about our show for today. We're going to talk some My Racehorse stuff. Um, talk about the horses that ran last weekend for My Racehorse. What they have in store for us this coming weekend. Um, what's going on with some new uh, offerings out on My Racehorse. Uh, we're going to touch base with some news from this past Wednesday. Uh, quick year-in review of. Uh, Last year's three-year-old Colts and their road to the Kentucky Derby and to the Breeders' Cup. Um, We'll talk a little bit about um, this year's road to the Kentucky Derby, um, which is going to start on Friday, the 1st of January. We'll uh, give you some picks, talk a little bit about... um, horses uh from the harness world and we'll go from there. My racehorse last weekend they had four horses entered. Wayno, collusion illusion, his glory, and Alti. Let's start with Wayne O. Wayne O's had a rough season this season. He's had four starts and he hasn't hit the board yet. He didn't put in a real bad race. He was up close until about the half, but then he faded. He's got some work to do, um, you know, coming up in his next starts. And his glory was a scratch. He never made it to the track. Al uh, Trailed most of the race, but really put in the last good quarter, in my opinion. Came off the rail and rallied. He was probably about 12 lengths off the pace at one time, way in the back of the field. And as they turned for home, he made a nice move, and probably finished about six lengths, six and a half lengths off the leaders, but it was a nice last quarter in my opinion. Collusion Illusion. Wow. He met a horse in Charlottetown who was just absolutely unbeatable. I think Collusion Illusion, who finished third in the race, could have gotten second if he would have got off the rail a little bit sooner than he did and moved to the outside. Unfortunately, it didn't work that way. But um, him and Collusion Illusion On com Was my key play for the Weekend and I keyed Collusion Illusion and Charlatan um, First and second with all in the triple And first and third With all in the middle it was A $16 investment And the triple came back $208 And change It was a pretty good investment um, I was very happy with the ride from Collusion Illusion and the horse did a great job. So that was uh last week's racing from my racehorse. It was a fairly good weekend. And this weekend we have one horse in. It is a magician. He's gonna be in the sixth race at Santa Anita. And he's gonna be one of my key picks this week, um, at Santa Anita, maybe a pick five or a pick six. I'm gonna use two key horses with that and we're gonna get into that in uh just a few when I get back to uh, upcoming races and picks. Um, my racehorse has got two offerings that are going to be out soon. I'm hoping they've got an action bundle. And this is a lease. And there's three horses involved. Alti, His Glory, and a Bohemian Bourbon. Um, the bundle is going to cost $31.00. For the lease and it's for one year 2021 only There's no breeding rights Or anything involved with this horse These horses But you're going to have horses that are In action racing currently So you'll have some uh, Excitement coming on in the next year For 31 bucks And then they have um, Another Philly um, Motion Emotion Who's also running Um, Looks like a really good horse He's already got some uh, uh, A stakes win He's a listed stakes winner Looking for a graded stakes This coming year He'll be knocking on the door And I think this is a pretty good investment For the year 2021 also It's an $84 investment And I believe my racehorse Owns 51% of him Along with Spencer Farms For the year 2021 That being said, let's get on to some news from this past week. Tis the Law retired to Ashford Stud. They say on veterinary advice, I'm a little skeptical about that. Um, It's just my opinion. You know, I think Tis the Law met his match in Authentic a couple times this year. They didn't. Want to retire tis the law At that point but We wanted to see what was going on towards the Pegasus and I think there's a couple of horses Out there maybe pointing To that race that They didn't want Another loss on their resume Before he went out to stud Again that's just my Opinion I can't can't Be for sure of that Um, It's just my thinking I know Charlton put in a big effort Uh, Max Field who came back since uh, Layoff since May He might be pointing in that direction Also he was actually My derby pick last October um, For the upcoming derby and then he got Hurt but he came back And ran a big race in the Mat win And um, After the derby was already supposed To be a run I think it was May 23rd or something Like that and then Come derby time, September the 5th, he was hurt again, and now he's back. So, uh, we'll look for those horses, hopefully, pointing towards the Pegasus, and we'll go from there. Okay, let's get into a little bit of harness racing. There's not very much going on. Um, The Canadian tracks, Woodbine and Mohawk, um, have suspended racing until at least January the 23rd. Yonkers is closed until January 9th. That's a scheduled close just because they do every year. The only thing we've really got going on is um, the Open Handicap at the Meadowlands. It's the 10th race. We've got uh, two horses that I like in there. I want to keep an eye on. I'll do a little bit more handicap and I'll also put that race on my website. Uh, Let It Ride is the number nine. He's been very impressive lately, and I think he's got the best chance of winning. And Western Joe coming out of the 7-hole. He was a little bit overlooked at uh, Philadelphia Park last time. Um, And uh, he's coming back to uh, the Meadowlands, and I think he could put in a big effort if uh, Let It Ride falters. So keep an eye on them. We'll keep you Posted on the Canadian tracks uh, reopening with the COVID stuff. We'll talk some Yonkers uh, next episode because they're reopening on the 9th. And let's move on to a quick year in review of last year's Road to the Derby. I know I said it's starting today, it has already started, but the more featured races pointing towards the Derby start on January. And last year's Jerome um, Independence Hall won that and I'm not going to go through every horse I'm just going to do this really quick so um, if I miss some that were your favorites I apologize for that before we get into it but so again the Jerome was on January 1st last year and Independence Hall was the winner of that race um, and then on January the 4th the Sham um, Authentic won that race so he was on the Derby Trail at that point in January. There's no doubt about it. And we had um, um, the Smarty Jones, Gold Street won that race. We move on to the uh, Robert B. Lewis, Thousand Words won that race. Um, Another contender in the Derby was um, from the Withers was Max Player. You know, he was right there from the beginning and of course, we had the Holy Bull. Tis the Law won that one. Um, uh, Sam Davis. Uh, Solo Volante won that race. You know, there's some names that were supposed to be ready and uh, never showed up at the Derby. You know, things just happened. So we got uh, Azui Coast, um, Mr. Monomy, um, Monomoy, I'm sorry, um, uh, Silver Pros- Pro- Prospector, these horses were somewhat of, uh, Derby horses at the beginning of the year, um, and then moving into February, um, horses started falling off, and you start to see some new names coming around, um, and then, of course, the COVID stuff hit in March, and, uh, We did have Authentic run again in the San Felipe, and he ended up winning that, again, pointing right to the Derby. thousand words happened to be in that race. Um, He finished fourth. Uh, Honor AP, who came back and ended up beating Authentic in the Santa Anita Derby, um, was there, and uh, and they were all pointing to the Derby at this point in time. And then the COVID hit, and dates were switched, and Nadal was there, the rebel stakes, Um, just changing dates and distances of races and everything threw a monkey wrench into the whole three-year-old campaign of 2020. Um, Tisda Law ended up winning the Florida Derby. He's you know, there the whole time. Charlatan won on May second. Um, might have been Derby weekend or the next weekend may have been Derby. No, I think that was Derby weekend. Charlatan won on that day. Uh that was the Kentucky Derby Championship series. Uh, I'm sorry, the Arkansas Derby. Uh Nadal was a big name big name then. Max Field New York traffic was in the mix. Um, Honor AP again. Tis the law wins the Belmont. A race called the Belmont. It was a mile and an eighth. and wasn't a mile and a half Belmont that we're used to. But um, he did win that one. Then we got uh, some big stuff from Uncle Chuck. He was supposed to be another superstar didn't quite make it and you know, then of course we had uh the Haskell Stakes and Authentic won that one that was a for a lot of people that was a, a time when they thought Authentic couldn't get the mile and a the quarter and I happened to be standing there at the rail and watch the race and uh coming down the stretch Mike Smith just let Authentic do what he wanted, he got into almost a gallop, he just hand-riding him, he slowed right down, and New York traffic was coming like a speeding bullet, right up on him, and in about two or three strides, Authentic was back at uh, full speed, and held him off at the wire, it was an exciting race, but it shouldn't have been that close, in my opinion, but at that point in time, I knew Authentic had the ability to go a mile and a quarter just by seeing what he had done from a, basically a, just a gallop to full speed with all of his heart. Um, well, I was very high on Authentic at that point. Um, and then, of course, we had the Traverse Stakes and Law won that. and He beat a couple of um, good horses in carrico and Max Player our collector had started to come around at that point. Um, let's move on. We had the Belmont, and Tis De Law was the winner of that. And then we have the Haskell and the Travers, and those guys are going to be in the Kentucky Derby, and Tis De Law is an overwhelming favorite. and They say he doesn't like Churchill Downs. Well, he liked it for the first mile of the race because... He came up on authentic at the head of the stretch and it looked like he was going to run right by and authentic hit that next gear and just drew away from him kind of took the wind out of the sails of tis the law in that race the pretty impressive victory um and then authentic goes to the preakness and a lot of skeptical people out there saying that it was a bad move and I I was all for it. I loved to see him run. I thought the more he ran, the better he got. The longer he worked, the, the better he got. And uh, I listened to an interview with Johnny V, and he said that Swiss Skydiver ran the best race of her career and Authentic ran a good race. Um, my opinion, it was the Philly thing authentic just didn't want to seem to leave her side he kept pointing johnny right in that direction he was getting closer and closer to her johnny couldn't get that left-handed whip in to get his attention to keep his mind on business again these are my opinions and my opinions only but i watched that race a couple of times and boy he just wanted to be near that philly and then we move on to uh the uh uh, Breeders' Cup And still Authentic Didn't get the Recognition He needed In my opinion um, He faced some Good horses In that race I know Tis the law Got hung up on knee inside But He had two and a half Lengths To either Come and get Authentic Or move up A little bit And get to the Outside And he never did I think Franco Was just trying to Save all the ground He possibly could Because He knew he had to make a run at the end. Um, I know Sacatoga Stables was a little disappointed in Franco's ride, but I don't think there was anything he could have done to beat Authentic in that race. In in my personal opinion, Authentic just hit that next gear and ran away from everybody. Um, They all had a shot at him at the top of the stretch and just couldn't catch the horse. Um, And you know a lot of people are upset that they had retired authentic when they did and he hasn't reached his potential yet and I agree um, that he hadn't reached his potential but for us 5,314 owners, I think it was a great decision for my racehorse and Spencer Farms to decide to uh, retire authentic, sound and healthy as they did. For us, shareholders, micro owners, whatever you like to call us, um, we're going to get our investment back uh, a year sooner than anticipated. We went to the breeding shed with seventy-five thousand dollars stud fee, and over the course of the year, if he has two hundred live foals, you know we'll make our money back fairly quickly. Um, that being said. With Authentic. Let's move on to this year's road to the Kentucky Derby. And we're going to start off Friday, January the 1st with the Jerome. That's going to be held at Aqueduct. And then on uh, January the 2nd, we have the Sham. Authentic won that last year. So let's keep an eye on Life is Good, who's right now the favorite Going to the Kentucky Derby. I'm pretty high on this horse, and we'll get into that in a little while. And then um, the Fairgrounds has got a, a race on January the 2nd. And Oaklawn Park, that's the Smarty Jones on January 22nd. Robert B. Lewis on January the 30th. That's at Santa Anita. Um, The Holy Bull is also the 30th, and that's at Gulfstream. Then we'll get into February a little bit. Um, You have the Withers at Aqueduct on February the 6th. Uh, The Sam Davis at Tampa Bay Downs on February 6th. Um, The John Batagala... Uh, Memorial, that's at Turfway Park. I don't know if I'm saying that right. That's February the 6th. The El Camino at Golden Gate Fields, February 13th. Uh, The Risen Star, February 13th. That's at the fairgrounds. Uh, The Southwest at Oaklawn Park on February the 15th. Um, The Fountain of Youth at Gulfstream. And that's on February 27th. Next episode, we'll get into the races coming up in March where they really start um picking up and getting closer to a little bit more points to get into the Derby in those races. Um, these here, with the exception of the risen star, are all ten points to the winner, maybe a thirty in there or a twenty. But for the most part, the Risen Star is carrying the most weight in the month of January and February going into the Derby. So let's talk about Life is Good. Very impressive win last time out for Bafford. And he's going to be in the 8th race. It's a grade 3 sham stakes at Santa Anita. And I'm going to play a pick 5, maybe a pick 6. And I'm going to key... Tis a magician In the 6th race As a single And I'm going to key In the 8th race Life is good And uh, I'm going to play the races around that I'm going to use a few horses in each race And I'm going to put those picks up On my website um, On Friday afternoon And that's They'reoffandrunning.com T-H-E-Y-R-E Off and running.com. You can also send me an email for um, questions and comments and opinions at um, they're off and running at gmail.com. I'm figuring out a way to set up um, some voice uh, communication through this uh, podcast that I'm doing so I can have some guests and I can have some, you know, just regular old people in, on, on the air you know asking questions and stuff like that and hopefully I'll answer them um, the best I can that's pretty much going to wrap up our show uh, for this week uh, before I go just a um, little heartfelt message that I have to put out there it has nothing to do with horse racing but it has a lot to do with my life I want to honor the passing of my mom On Christmas morning It's a difficult time for the family And that's why I'm a little late Doing this podcast this week But I wanted to honor her on the air Just to let everyone know uh, About my mom's passing And that being said A couple more notes um, Check out MyRaceHorse.com Again, they have the The uh, offerings up there. Doesn't cost you anything to join up. Sign up for emails. Um, They got a lot of great horses coming up. They're doing a lot of great things. They got some horses uh, with really good breeding coming up. They're getting into the leasing stuff. They have this new program called The Edge. Where you can buy 5% or 10% of a horse. It's just not micro shares anymore. Uh, The leases if you're looking for something... That's gonna race right away. The leases are great. Again, myracehorse.com. Please check out my website, they'reoffandrunning.com. they're offandrunning.com. Off and Send some emails to they off and running at gmail.com. I'd love to get some questions, some feedback. Let me know how I'm doing. And uh, we're at the finish line. And we'll talk next week.